This week on Inside Motorsport, we hear from Dunlop Series driver Gary Jacobson. I hope you'll stay with us. Gary Jacobson joins me in after a fantastic Bathurst result in the Dunlop Series. Gary, your championship is looking extremely healthy. Yeah, Bathurst was a great weekend for me. The ProDrive Racing team did such a fantastic job with the car and it was a real jet in qualifying. I've got a lot of confidence going into the last round with the, the points gap that we've currently got around 160 points. But just really happy to, to get, the, get the Bathurst done. You know, all the pit stops and things like that went smoothly. And uh, to get second to Paul Dumbrell was something that I still consider an awesome achievement. The race at Bathurst is a lot different to the other Dunlop Series races, probably closer to what the main game drivers do each and every event there out on the track. Is that something you'd like to see replicated more often in the Dunlop Series? Yeah, I think the primary role for Dunlop Series still needs to be... We want to make it as similar to main game as possible so that the young drivers actually get a chance to feel what the cars are going to be like. We'll have a long races with cold tyres at the start of stints, tyres that are worn out at the end of the stints, looking after fuel, all those things are really good. I learned so much yesterday and it was only one round for the year. So I think introducing more of these types of races, endurance races, will show the main game teams as well, the people that really deserve the co-drives because you know you don't want to make any mistakes when you're in the main game because you don't want to affect their championship and uh, I was happy to not make a mistake at Bathurst. Championship also has these big breaks. You finish Bathurst and then you're not in the car again till Sydney for the 500 at the end of the year. What's it like and how do you uh, keep yourself prepared and race ready when you have so many big breaks throughout the season? Yeah, it's actually an interesting topic. Most of the time I agree with you about the break being a hassle, but I'm actually getting my tonsils removed this uh, this next coming week, so using that time to recover before Homebush. But um, in a general consensus, I'd say that uh, the, the breaks we use, you know, the simulators a lot to get familiar with the next circuit that we're going to. Being a street circuit, nobody goes to Homebush. So, yeah, practicing on the simulator, keeping fit with the guys, you know, training with Frosty and, and all the other guys. Um, and I think just regular meetings at the at the ProDrive workshop, you know, those guys have a really good way of showing us what to do for the next round. We have meetings about how to drive the car, how to set up our car, and that just keeps you switched on. VRA involvement has been a real foot uh, in the arm for you as well. You've really grown over this past 12 months. Yeah, it was an awesome opportunity to be able to race with my first factory team and ProDrive Racing has proved that they're quite the team <laughs> winning the championship last year in Dunlop Series and in Main Game. Uh, the people are what make that team so good. It's not just an easy give to say that ProDrive is a great team. It's actually the fundamental thing is that every single person that works there is so switched on, really talented and uh, happy to give knowledge to me. So I've been able to use a lot of that stuff that they've been teaching me this year to put it into my own game, into my own racing and uh, yeah, I'm really happy with how the year's gone. Now as we speak, the Bathurst 1000 race is going on in front of us. How hard is it for a racing driver who has aspirations to be in the main game to be sitting here watching this race? It's a little bit gut-wrenching, I must say. Um, I had opportunities this year to race in the co-driver role, but the financial reasons was what stopped the deals. So I want to be able to go into my co-driver role by earning it. I don't want to be paying my way, you know, joining six-figure sums to pay for uh, drives. I want to be wanted by the teams. And I think this year, proving that I can be mistake-free, I haven't got 
any penalties this year and I've been getting good qualifying times and good race results, I think that I'll start to see the dividends this summer break in the, in the, the end of 2016. For a young driver like yourself with a career path that's headed towards the main game, how important then is it to make sure you don't have a misstep in as much as getting into a car that perhaps isn't going to allow you to show what you can do in the main series? Is that something you always have to consider? Yeah, I think that any opportunity that you can get is a good one. I think uh, racing miles is what I want to do and if I can do it with any team I'll be keeping my options open. So I'm, I'm not really going to get too fussy on in terms of what car I want to be in with what team but um, the car I'm in at the moment is a spy confidence and I think drawing back to your question you want to be in a car that gives you good confidence and uh, it's just about working with the teams you know, and the engineers to make the car suit you better. What's the, the 2017, even 2018 plans? My primary goal is still to be a co-driver first. I want to be able to prove myself to be a reliable driver and keep sharp in the Dunlop series. But in saying that, sometimes with good results of why, why we've had this year, uh, you can fast track straight into main game. So I'll be keeping my options open, but my first goal going into the Dunlop series with co-driver was to be a co-driver, and that's still the case. With the increased interest in GT racing and the ability for GT racing where they have gentleman drivers who have got the funds to then bring in a young skilled professional driver into those longer races is that now becoming more and more of a option to become a career path yeah as i said before as long as you're racing and you're keeping sharp that's the main thing and that category's really grown across the last few years and it's been awesome to see a bit more of a different flavor for fans to go and watch i think the the cars at the moment you can push them quite hard and you can really better yourself in in those cars and it's just important jumping in and out of different cars that you don't have any bad habits so it's, it's really good that that category is growing and I'd like to be part of it as well but I think my primary class is a V8 supercar and they're a very tricky car to drive and they're not so similar any other car out there. In the pathways to get to V8 supercars, is the Dunlop series the only penultimate step or can you get there by winning the Dunlop series and then transferring across do you think? I'd put the Dunlop series as the highest priority to, to give yourself a shot in the main game. I see, you know, there's drivers like Matt Campbell at the moment that are in Carrera Cup that are also proving to do a good job. So teams are looking everywhere. They're not just looking in the Dunlop series, they're looking everywhere to answer your question. This year with the car of the future or the new generation car, do you think that's been a, a big advantage to you as well? As yeah, the pro drive racing cars have obviously been quite competitive in the last couple of years with the Ford FGX. So to be in this car this year, this is why I need to take full advantage of it. So we're doing a good job at the moment. I think that they've tried to balance the difference between the old gen and the new gen car with different weight. So we noticed that a little bit at Bathurst when we raced there going up the hill, the old gen cars were quite quick. They also had the 120 litre fuel tank, you know, so it really mixed things up because Anton Desbosquale did a 27 lap stint, which is, I don't know how he did it. He just must have controlled his fuel consumption awesome. So I think they've found a good balance, but Paul Umbrella's still been competitive, getting race wins, and the Ford FGX, you know, with me and LeBrock in the car, we've been getting race wins as well. So it's been an interesting year. You mentioned Umbrella winning three of the long races at the Dunlop City in a row but next year uh, talk that this race won't be part of the champion and I guess I'd like to get your feelings on that. 
I think that that's a good decision. You know, we don't want to be putting too much pressure on the the all the Dunlop Series teams with pit stops and relying on that to get them a championship points. Uh, it's it's a double point event at the moment, which puts a lot of pressure on those teams that might not have the facilities. So, I think. Uh, we need to look at Bathurst for what it genuinely is. It's an awesome track that puts on a lot of good racing. So I think it's it's kind of its own special race meeting. So putting it as a non-championship round, I'm okay with that. And it's like it's like a big national competition, you know. It's like Australia number one in a speedway race, you know. We could have that one special race where people don't have to worry about championship points and they can really go for it. Supercars in game is to try and encourage the top front-running teams like the team you're involved with at PRA mm. with Go-Getter Support and Challenger have been with you this year is to encourage them to maybe put a car on the track with you and another young driver there as opposed to running in the 250. Yeah, I was having this chat with Tim Edwards about it before and Tim said, look, we could have got you a drive this year if this was the case. So I think it's a good idea to be doing this wildcard entry stuff and the, our cars are quite similar. It's only a couple of fine tunes underneath the car to make it similar to what Mark Winterbottom's car is. So um, to think about the idea of some drivers that might be missing out on co-drive roles but can still enter their own car, I think giving drivers more experience so then the next year they can offer these main game teams the experience they've learnt in the previous year and it's one more tick of the box that can give you a chance. Well Gary all the best with the tonsils and uh, <laughs> looks forward to seeing you back on the track in my Sydney Ah, Thanks I really appreciate the time to talk and uh, let's go to Sydney and win another round eh? <laughs> That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport until next time round keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.